0: Welcome to the Book of Acts devotional experience where the Holy Spirit is the main actor. It's Tuesday, October 27th. I'm Jeff Klein, serving as the pastor of Outreach here at Elmhurst CRC. I'll be reading today from Acts 20, verses seven through 12. On the first day of the week, we gathered with the local believers to share in the Lord's supper. Paul was preaching to them, and since he was leaving the next day, he kept talking until midnight. The upstairs room where we met was lighted with many flickering lamps. As Paul spoke on and on, a young man named Eutychus sitting on the window sill became very drowsy. Finally, he fell sound asleep and dropped three stories to his death below. Paul went down, bent over him, and took him into his arms. Don't worry, he said, he's alive. Then they all went back upstairs, shared in the Lord's Supper, and ate together. Paul continued talking to them until dawn, and then he left. Meanwhile, the young man was taken home alive and well, and everyone was greatly relieved. This is the first all nighter ever in the history of the church. The church is gathered in a house on the first day of the week because the Apostle Paul, the great Apostle Paul, is in town. Everyone gathers for encouragement and to hear the teaching of this amazing Apostle, to be in his presence, to take from him the motivation to continue to live out a very real faith in the midst of a culture that is actually kinda hostile to this following Jesus idea. They are gathered as Paul talks on and on, but not everyone in the room is enamored with the Apostle's words. A young man, it doesn't tell us how old he is, is sitting in the window, and as he listens, he begins to nod off. We're not told why he nods off, but his eyes are growing tired. Maybe he had a long day playing, maybe the fact it's midnight, he's starting to get tired, maybe it was a long week working, maybe he found all this to be actually boring and pointless. He clearly wasn't as taken with this way of Jesus in the great apostle's words as the rest of the people in the room. He probably fought it for a while, trying to be respectful of the person speaking, but he eventually lost the battle and fell asleep. Most of us have had Eutychus moments, those difficulties in church service, or at some point in our lives keeping our eyes from being drowsy and falling asleep. But most of us haven't had to pay the consequences that Eutychus did on this day. He falls out the window and drops to the ground and dies. Yeah, from the fall, he dies. All this because he passed out during the church sermon. Now, this makes me wonder some things about the next generation. How many of our kids are passing out in our churches? How many of our students find nothing to compel them about the church and the church's ministries? How many of the next generation is walking away from the faith or following Jesus outside the church because they feel as if there's nothing compelling about the church or the church's mission? What are we willing to do to help the next generation hear the call of the Holy Spirit and want to participate in church and be on the mission of God with us? Notice the Apostle Paul's response. He immediately stops his sermon and runs downstairs to take care of Eutychus. He throws himself on him, takes him in his arms, and then he raises him from the dead. He's so passionate about this young man, this young person, he's willing to disrupt what he's doing to make sure that he receives the resurrection power of Jesus. How many churches or people in churches have that kind of concern for the next generation? How many of us are willing to give up on our music, the way we've always done things, the traditions of we've lived on forever and ever in our minds, and actually turn the church, bend the church, so that the young people are not falling asleep and falling out the window? How many of us will do whatever it takes to reach out to, take care of, love a kid not put on a program a youth program that our kids in the basement with our youth pastor but actually invest in the life of a student so that they can see and experience the resurrection life of jesus firsthand would you pray with me jesus thanks for the story thanks for the realness of it thank you jesus that um you have called us to reach the next generation I pray you give us the Holy Spirit direction and understanding as to how we should do that. Help us, Jesus, to be humble enough to adjust our own needs and desires to meet the needs and desires of the next generation. In your name we pray, amen.